Before Travis Barnes became a best-selling author, international presenter, founder, and franchisor of Journey Fitness 333, he spent a decade of his life in prison for a non-violent drug offense. Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Joining us now is Travis Barnes. Thank you so much for joining us, Travis. Well, thank you for having me on this show. I'm excited to be here, Robin. Oh my gosh, you have such an interesting story. Tell us about it. Well, yeah, you know, it's an interesting story because I was first in love with fitness at about the age of five. I knew that being fit on the outside made me feel better on the inside. I was growing up in a broken home. And so I always had this passion, but a small town boy went to Las Vegas and uh, I took a wayward journey. Uh, I took a wayward journey. I was introduced, uh, this uh, impressionable young kid was introduced to a lifestyle that included illicit drugs. And so, you know, as I went down this downward spiral, it eventually landed me in prison. I drove in uh, one time, I drove into the middle of a federal investigation, and that was enough to give me 10 years in prison, 10 oh, years. Boy, oh now, my goodness. In that process of addiction, you know, you get very unhealthy. Uh, you know, I yes. lost my weight. I, I certainly wasn't focused on uh, that passion that I once had for health and fitness. So during that time of, you know, solitude, prison, prison is a very crowded place, but you're also very alone. So you have this time to really just rediscover and think about who you are and who you want to be. And for me, I got to rediscover my passion for fitness. I got to start helping people who were locked up. I would teach adult continuing education classes about how to become a certified trainer. I would uh, teach nutrition classes for them about, you know, how to eat right. And so I got to rediscover my passion and you know, I, I kind of feel like did that for a long enough period of time to, <coughs> excuse me, earn the right to do it now on a grander scale. <laughs> excuse me, sorry about that. You know, okay. first time. <laughs> so, and then, so once you got out of prison, then what did you do? When I got out of prison, <laughs> when I got out of prison, here's how it went. And so coming home from prison, I had a wife and a daughter to return home to. And uh, that means the world. You know, your support system is just so. Absolutely. You know, yeah. That can make a big difference in your life. You know, it's, a, it's about having the right people. And when I came home, um, here's what happened. My wife had put in some resumes at uh, different places for me, you know, hoping that I could get hired. And a local gym hired me on as their trainer. So I worked my way up from trainer to manager to chief operations officer. I worked really hard because my wife and daughter had been living with my mother for a period of time and I wanted them to have a home of their own. So I worked really hard so that I could be able to afford that for them. And we got our home. And after two months, it was flooded to the second floor. There was, uh, yeah, there was a flood that came in. It was a flood of uh, 2011, I think it was 2011. And where were you living? We were in Athens, Pennsylvania, and we happened to be in like the lowest point of this town, right? So the flood comes in and our house looks like a submarine, you know, it's flooded. Oh, man. Or just the top taken out. And I'm thinking to myself, man, can't a guy catch a break? And, <laughs> and here's Absolutely. I was feeling pretty lucky to get the job and I was feeling lucky to work my way up and, you know, work my way up. And then, you know, we got a house that's oh. buried underwater. And so what I wound up doing is uh, we would rebuild at nights and weekends and different things. And then here we are living in a FEMA trailer. 
and oh, it man. Was shortly after Thanksgiving, and we were let go. Uh, oh. I was actually let go. Let me just rephrase that. My wife was working at this fitness center with me now, and uh, the owner decides that he has a vision after I had opened up multiple locations for him and been very dedicated. The owner decided that he had a vision and it was going to be to have his business without me. And that's a nice way to say that I got fired. Well, <laughs> when I got fired, uh, my wife walked out the door with me, but here we are in a FEMA trailer, now both on unemployment. What are we going to do? How old was your daughter? Oh, at the time, let's see. So 2011, she would have been about nine at the okay. time. So about tough, nine. tough situation. Yeah, very tough. And you know, you're, you're, I was the provider, even though my wife was working too, you know, I was uh, the main one. And here we are at the holidays in a FEMA trailer. And I'm like, just what am I supposed to do? And I've always followed my passion. I've always returned to that passion. So it felt like to do anything else would have been spiritual suicide. So at first I'm like, okay, well, we're going to be traveling trainers, right? Yeah. You know, so we're picking our daughter up from school. We had a Nissan Sentra at the time. And she's sandwiched between two stability balls, you know, like, <laughs> like an Oreo cookie or something. You, know? you got kettlebells busting out the trunk. And this goes on for a few months. And then my father starts asking me, he says, uh, hey, Travis, I'm going to church with uh, this lady. And it's about a half hour away from our nearest client. And uh, he says, you know, she has an adjoining space next to her salon. You should come check it out. And I was like, oh, dad, you know, I mean, that's a half hour away from my nearest client. What am I going to do with this space? Anyway, right. I'm a trailer on an unemployment check. What do I, I don't have any business looking at a commercial space. And so he's persistent. And I don't know, Robin, have you ever done something to just shut somebody up? You know, just be like, okay, you know yeah, what? Right, right. I'll just do right. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, stop bugging me. And so I actually went in there with like the intention almost to prove him wrong because I was going to be like, Okay, well, what, once I tell this lady that I'm on an unemployment check, living in a FEMA trailer, she's gonna be like, uh, okay. Hey. And so I get there, and she's an Italian lady, a religious lady, and she's got spiritual quotes up on the wall in her salon, and you know, just different things like Christian music is playing as we're touring around, and, and she's all excited, and she's like, her name was Rosa Gia Michael, and she's like, oh yeah, you can do this over here, and you can do that over there. So my wife and I take the tour of the space. And then when we get done, I tell her, ma'am, you have a very nice space, but I live in a FEMA trailer. I'm on an unemployment check. I really have no resources. And that's when she says, I don't care about any of that. All I know is that God told me that you're supposed to be here. Oh, man. <laughs> I look at Cindy. We weren't even going to church at the time. I look at Cindy. And say, I said, Cindy, this woman thinks that God is talking to her about us, you know? <laughs> so we get out in the car and I said, what do you say to that? I mean, it sounds like she's given us an opportunity to move in and, and you know, make her go at this. And, and Cindy says, well, I guess we're starting a fitness business. <laughs> wow. If God said to do it. <laughs> yeah. so we got a high interest loan for equipment. We got a couple months free rent. The newspaper would take our credit as uh, kind of like, you know, you could pay in the rears, right? You know, as far as, you know, get a little advertising yeah, up front yeah. after 30 days. And, and so, so began Journey Fitness. Well, here I am in a FEMA trailer. I'm like, I got a business now. I got to write a mission statement. And our mission was to have life transforming group personal training. That was the goal. We believe in the power of the group. We believe that the strength is in our community. And so we provide all the benefits of one-on-one -on -one while people are being trained in a group. It's the only group training franchise that I know of 
where not only are you getting your results tracked, not only is your nutrition getting tracked, but we track you down when you don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, we have an MIA program. Like if you're missing in action, we're out in the community and we're looking for you. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, we know where to find you. <laughs> but we send texts, we get phone calls. You, you hired us as your coach to get you from where you're at to where you want to go. And we're going to make sure that you get there, even if it takes, you know, that kind of high accountability. I love that because there are times people are just like, it's not for me. I can't do it. They get down. You know, it, it takes work sometimes. And yeah, that's great that you do that because sometimes people need that little extra push. I think it's the number one re reason that people fail. Like, it seems like we try things just long enough to frustrate ourselves, right? <laughs> we don't stick with them. And so it's, it's like if you move more and eat better long enough, you're going to have success. But the problem is we move better or we move more and we eat better just for a short enough period of time to see a little bit of success, but not really get to our goals. So we feel like accountability is a big factor for us. Motivation is another factor. And so we know people very well. If there's 30 people standing in the room, we can introduce everybody by their first name. We know their goals. We know their limitations. If they hit 20 pounds, we hang a medal around their neck. Uh, we're always celebrating them different years with different anniversary gifts. We have some members that have been with us since the very beginning, which it began around 2013. I love this. That's awesome. I mean, yep. yes. And so you had success with it, with this, yeah. with this club. And then yep. when did you begin to franchise? Well, we quickly grew to five locations in four years. And that was something that, you know, while I was in my, uh, uh, my college, my university, also known as prison, uh, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I use my time wisely. I kept on pursuing education, and I was always helping others. And, and so I was studying business, and, and I came out a systems guy, and I think that's why I was a good find for my previous employer, and I opened up multiple locations for him, because I could identify the systems that made something work and reproduce them in other places. So we quickly grew to five locations in four years, and and several people approached us about franchising. They said, you know, I go to your other location and the same things are happening there that are happening here. And it doesn't really take you being there for that to happen. Right. Franchise. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, we couldn't possibly be a franchise. I mean, you know, here I am, a guy that went to prison for 10 years who was only hoping that I'd get a job when I came home. And now I got people telling me that I should be a franchise. I mean, that takes a lot of... Uh, faith and belief and so yeah yeah, yeah it does uh, i know, you know where, where, where was your first look you were in new york right your first yeah we're in upstate new york uh -huh. this is like a, a finger lakes region of new york yeah. you know uh, cornell university is near us uh you know ithaca and all those kind of places so rural communities really and not like big cities uh you know we actually i, I like to say that we made it despite our economy and despite <laughs> our population in some areas you know we're yeah. successful um and you know so as more and more people suggested that to us, finally, somebody that we trusted, Mark, he came to us and said, yeah, you should become a franchise. And the day that we accepted that, I felt like we were accepting a calling. And I started thinking about what that would mean. And so I started looking at other big franchises, like, you know, there's 2,500 orange series and a thousand fit body. Yeah. 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 Crunch. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, you know, what would that mean if there was a thousand journeys? And I was like, wow, you know, that's five to 8,000 coaches a day waking up to change lives. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, well, what if a thousand people went through each journey? I'm like, well, that's a million lives changed. And what if the average weight loss was 10 pounds? I'm like, well, that's 10 million pounds of weight. That's <laughs> I did, right? I'm going to just a 5% reduction in body weight. 
is going to be enough to change somebody's vitals to where their blood pressure gets lower, their blood sugars get better, you know, the cholesterol gets better. So I'm like, this is a good thing to dedicate my life to. And that's when we decided to become a franchise. And after that, we have uh, the Corning New York location as a franchise. We have a franchise in Indiana. We have a franchise uh, down in North Palm Beach, Florida. So now we're in four different states. And, you know, it all started from a FEMA trailer. Wow, uh, that is an unbelievable story. And you're still em emphasizing group fitness. Is that still what you're doing? So we, we have seven different models. And, and, you know, every adversity introduces us to ourselves and gives us an obstacle or an opportunity. And I will say that we we're pretty much exclusively grouped before the pandemic. But after the pandemic, we realized that there was going to be more. There's going to be a resurgence of one-on-one. -on -one. There were going to be people that just want to be trained by themselves mm -hmm. and stay away from germs, right? Yeah. Or maybe them to be trained with them and just a spouse, which was called semi-private, or them and a couple friends, small group or group, or of course, every fitness business and, and many other kinds of businesses need some sort of virtual component now. And so now we also have a virtual component, which is uh, servicing all the franchises. So uh, yeah, now we have several different types of service and that's because the pandemic made us better. We survived it as a business. And on the other side, we got better. You know, interesting story, you know, about this journey 333. I kind of want to tie it all together. I feel very blessed to be where I'm at today. And I, it's because of the people I've been surrounded by, but it's also, I, I got to give credit. You know, I, I believe in, I have a strong faith, a strong spirituality. It's not, uh, I'm not a denominational type of person, but I will tell you that I feel very blessed. And when we found out that we were going to be a franchise, when we said, okay, we're going to do this. And so now we're talking to a franchise attorney and he said, yeah, we're going to go for it. And you guys got to, something that you can franchise here. And so here we go. And they said, oh, one problem, you can't trademark Journey Fitness. And we're like, well, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you'll have to come up with a different name for your franchise. I'm like, you know, imagine this. I mean, you have a 17 year old, I have a 19 year old. What if they tell you that you have to rename your kid? You know, they're like, <laughs> That's my child. we're like, well, if we make it a little different, could we keep it? And he's like, well, you know, we can try some things. And so I'm like, okay, well, we're, we're more than fitness. We're journey fitness. We, we're coaching and nutrition. So I'm like journey fitness, coaching and nutrition. I said, that's a little long. Okay. So let's go with, uh, we started trying to come up with different threes that we did. And we do a lot of different things. We're like a mind, body, spirit type of place. We help people look better, live better, feel better. So we're like journey three. And we're like, oh, that's too small of a number. We're like fitness 110 out there. There's fitness 360, turn your life around 212, the extra degree. We're just going to be journey three. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> think about all these different threes and then we we're like journey trifecta and my wife is that sounds like a racing company and i'm like yeah i'm like journey trinity and she's like people are gonna think we're really religious and i'm like okay and then i'm like how about journey 3x and she's like journey triple x and i'm like and so one morning i wake i woke up thinking about journey 333 and so i told a friend of mine about it and he said, oh, 333. He's like, did you know that was God's phone number? I said, God's phone number? I said, if I knew God had a phone number, I called a long time ago. <laughs> you know, I want to talk about the flooded house. And I want to, you know, I, want to, you know, I could use a little lifeline here. <laughs> and he said, no, there's this spot in the Bible. I believe it's Jeremiah 33, 3, where it says, call on me and I'll answer. So different Christians will wear shirts that say that that's his number. 
And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That gives me a good confirmation. So I call the attorney and I say, we're thinking about Journey 333. What if we weren't Journey Fitness, but we we're Journey 333 like that? And so he's like, oh, you know, the initial search looks pretty good. So I'm like, he's Googling. I should Google. So the first thing I Google, and when I see 333, is you're seeing this sign because God wants to be a co-creator with you in the universe. That's what it comes up. It doesn't come up about the Jeremiah quote. It comes up like that. And I'm like, boy, I'm feeling really good about this. <laughs> the lawyer comes back, and you're going to love this part. This is where I got my final confirmation. The lawyer comes back, and he says, you know, it looks like it's going to work out. And this is what I think you should do. You should get a main line that ends in 333. You know, like a main phone number. And that's when I said, oh, man, that's been our phone number since the beginning. 607-735-0333. Never gave that a thought. Oh, my gosh. Right. But I'm like, if that's not a confirmation that we're on a God bless journey and that, you know, I mean, like, it's just meant to be. I don't know what is. So I'm like, okay. We're in. We're Journey 333 now. You How know? awesome. That is really a great story. I love that story because I was wondering where you got the name from. Tell us about some of your clients and the people that you help. Are they all ages, men, women? What are they looking to do in their lives? Because you're a fitness guy. I'm a fitness girl. I know what it feels like to, you know, I always say I've never finished a workout and said I wish I didn't do that. You always feel better. And one of the toughest things that we say to people is just getting your sneakers on, just getting started. And I don't know, in our society, we've made it easy to be lazy, I think. We've made it the clicker on the TV and elevators and, you know, technology. And so much of it is just about, you know, not moving and fast foods and not doing what we should do to stay healthy, that you have to actually make an effort to be right. healthy. And so what do you hear from people? What are they looking for, the majority of your clients? Yeah, so the different types of clients that we serve, which I, I think we have about three different customer types. We got the younger adventurer obstacle course racer type. We got the working professional who just want to get their sexy back. They, they <laughs> and they can, you know, I mean, 60 can be the new 30. I, I believe that. I, I have a lot of. I'm glad women. to hear you say that. <laughs> Makes well, me feel better. <laughs> I got a lot of men and women in my gym proving it, you know, in all of our gyms. And then uh, we have those that want to grow bolder, not older. You know, there are people that no longer want to just retire to the lazy boy and, and let their life slip away. They really want to have some adventure in those years. And so, you know, what, what I'm seeing more of is that people just really need relationships. They need accountability. They need motivation. And that's why I think that we're so focused on, on providing that because in this world of distractions, it's so easy to have other things slip in. There's just so much coming at you to where you're not really focused on you. I think there's, um, oh, I don't know, over how many thousands of minutes are there in a day when you think about it? I think there's like 11,000 minutes and we don't even give ourselves five of them, you know, right? Right. right. So, yes. you know, and so that's something that we try to help our people do a lot is we dive deep with them into their goals. We give them plans for their macros. We give them plans for how many times a week they should work out. We help them stay accountable to those plans. And you design them for their needs. They're customized. Yes. yes. Very important. That is. That's, we yeah. wanted all the benefits of one-on-one -on -one to be done in the group. And that means if you got a knee, if you got a hip, if you got a back, yeah. if you got a shoulder issue, 
then that program has to be customized for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. That's why we provide different options for different levels of fitness and, and for different needs. And also, you know, my husband and I always talk about this. If you hate running, don't run. <laughs> There's other oh, things you can do. Like, don't force yourself. It, it's, it's, you're not going to stick with it. If it's something that you really just despise doing, find something else. There's a million ways to get there. And that's what I've always said. You know, like, you may not, it may not be the most fun thing in the world, but at least it's something you can do, you can stay with. So find that. You know, and when I see other uh, different types of fitness businesses, I, I love to go on gym tours and just kind of experience what they're offering because I can always find a gem there. I, I know some people, they, they kind of think so competitively that their way is the only way and this is what you have to do. Yes. That reminds me of like when I first started fitness, everybody had to do Arnold Schwarzenegger's workout, right? Yeah, like, right, right, right. <laughs> Jane Fonda, the guys in Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's what we did or something, you know. But now it's like, yes, there's there's all kinds of different types of fitness that help you to move more and eat better. Yes. And at the end of the day, if you can stay on that plan long enough in a way that doesn't harm you and in a way that helps you, you're gonna get to where you want to go. So embrace something. I don't care if it's a rowing machine, uh, you know what it is. I mean, there are some things, of course, that work your various ranges of motion better than others but if you're doing nothing and you start doing something then we're making progress it is baby. money in the bank baby yeah, you know right. it's money in the yeah. bag and my, my husband's line is he always says it can't not work if you yeah. do it it's gonna work and That's but it. it's a matter as you said of sticking with it because we're in such a immediate gratification kind of society oh i worked out for a month i didn't lose any weight i don't look any it takes it didn't take you a month to gain 30 pounds. It's not going to take you a month to lose 30 pounds. And so you got to give it a little time. It does take effort, but once you start to see it, and it's not just how you look, it's how you feel. And it's the confidence you gain by doing something good for yourself. And I, and I, and I want people to know that just like you feel, I want everyone to know how great that can feel. And you know, some people have limitations, but whatever you can do at your level, you just feel so good about yourself that you're, you're, you're living a better, healthy life. You know, I heard someone say the other day, a friend of mine, mentor, uh, Todd Durkin, he sent out a little thing. He says, uh, he says, you know, it's halftime. And, you know, if you feel like you got your butt kicked for the first part of the year, then, you know, it's time to give yourself that that game winning speech, you know, where you go in the locker room at halftime and you say, what am I going to do with the second half? How am I going to come out and make this a win? So let's say that you're six months into 2021 and you haven't done anything about your fitness yet. And, you know, of course, everybody wants to lose 30 pounds yesterday. Of course we do. But what would it mean for the next 26 weeks to lose a pound? A yes. pound a week or even like a half a pound a week? You know, would that make a difference in your year? So, you know, sometimes we have to look at things more long term. You know, I've had many people come to the scale and get frustrated. And they're like, oh, I only lost a pound this week. I'm like, yeah, but if you lost a pound every week for a whole entire year, I said, I'd have to stop you. You know, many people that I come in contact with don't have 50 pounds to lose. Right. So, you know, I said, we would eventually be talking about how to just maintain. Yeah. Or if, they do, if they do have 50 pounds to lose and what a difference a year can make. Absolutely. You, know? you got to start somewhere and you got to take that first step. And sometimes I think that's the hardest part when someone hasn't either worked out in a long time or maybe they never worked out. Maybe it was never part of their lives. And like, you know, I think about my mom, God rest her soul. And I think about her, the word 
exercise and the word diet would like make her blood curl, you know, like, Ugh, I don't want to do that stuff. You know, what is that stuff? You know, I don't do that. I don't go to a gym and I don't eat diet. She used to call it dietetic food. <laughs> like, I don't eat dietetic food. That was gross to her. We want pasta, gravy, yeah. you know, but it, if you, if you just make little changes, I mean, I we always say this to people, you don't have to change the whole thing at once, just little steps. And you know what I always like to say too, add something, add some fruit, add some vegetables. Don't think about taking away, just add a yeah. little bit. And that can be a little first step in the right direction because it's very hard for people to think about, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna be able to eat that ever again. And that's ridiculous, it's true you can't, you know, it's just, People have this all or nothing mentality. And sometimes that's just too, too much for people. Oh, well, absolutely. Absolutely. And we're too tough on ourselves. You know, we will see, uh, let's say, you know, oh, well, you know, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, you know, oh, I didn't make it to the gym six days this week. So I may as well give up. Well, how many days did you make it before you started? You made it zero, right? So if you made it two times this week, that's a 200% improvement. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, but we don't, we're very tough on ourselves. Yes. And we don't think, we don't take things in small, manageable changes. Like they tell you about losing a pound a week because it's manageable. It's something your body will give up and not notice. But instead, we want to lose 10 pounds this week. And when we only lose five pounds this week, we're frustrated. And when we don't lose any pounds the next week, then we're ready to give up. And that's a vicious cycle. Yes. You know, you have to look at this. It's like, this is an ever-evolving, changing lifestyle. Yes. And it you is know? in our control. I mean, that's one thing that sometimes people feel it's out of their control. Oh, I can't do it. Or I like to eat this too much or drink too much. You can control that. I mean, that's up to you. It's your decision. It's your choice. And by sometimes, let's face it, you do have to give some things up. I mean, it's, it's the way life works. Nothing good in life ever comes unless you work for it. I mean, that's just how it is. But that's the beauty of it. Because you, know, you work for it, it makes it so sweet. Yeah, and you know what I've heard, Robin? I've heard people saying that. I'd love for your listeners to hear that this is just not the way to think. I've heard people say, you know, I really want to come to your gym, but I know I need to get fit first. <laughs> <laughs> I got to clean my house before the cleaning lady comes, you know? Right, <laughs> right. I got to clean my house. You know, people think that way too. But that's just not the way to think about it. You know, you don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. That's a Zig Ziglar quote. I love and that. Take that first step, right? You take that first step and know that that's where people come to get fit. I mean, I have people in my gym that need to lose a hundred pounds. Uh, our greatest weight loss was 200 pounds by a male, 170 <sighs> by a female. And those are people that started with a pound, just like, you know, who's ever listening right now. Yes. Yes. Walk the doors, and and that changed their entire life. I'm sure that did. Absolutely. Little changes. What could you do? Here's what we do wrong. We say, okay, I'm going to journal my food. Oh, I stopped journaling. I, I suck. I failed. You know, let me give up. No, you again, just like the working out. Did you journal three days last week? Well, if you just started journaling, you're doing three days better than you did the before. week before. Yes. Right? So like, let's just keep on trying. Yeah. Let's not pull ourselves to like that all or nothing, 100% standard. I love it. I love your whole mentality, your whole attitude. It's awesome. And everything that you've done, where can people reach you if they'd be interested in either working with you or even starting their own franchise? Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you go to travisbarnspeaks.com, there's a lot of different links on there that, you know, can take you to me as far as social media links, or you can uh, fill out a little interest form and we can talk. Um, other things, uh, journeyfitness333.com. It has a, a franchise site. It also has different locations. 
maybe there's a location near you or maybe there soon will be so uh, uh -huh. or work out online there's virtual workouts now so that's where we all are <laughs> yeah that uh, bald white guy you can find on facebook under travis barnes you know so uh another good thing they may think that's my husband because he's a bald white guy too so it's a great I like that <laughs> hairstyle i love that hairstyle <laughs> well you've been great and i'll put i'll put all that in the show notes too so people can just get the link it'll make it easy Okay, yeah. thank you so much. Thank That's you. It. I really enjoyed our conversation, Travis. It was great. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Hope to see you again next time. Until then, please stay safe and keep living well.